0: I'm Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN, Pause, Renew, Next. All right, let's prepare today for our Bible reading time with a grounding exercise. I think in a previous episode, I talked about how grounding tools can use all the senses. And today we're going to use touch. Wherever you are, I want you to pay attention to what your body is touching. If you're standing, feel how your feet are planted on the floor. If you're sitting, notice what your chair feels like underneath your body. Is it solid? Is it soft? What are your hands touching? Breathe in and breathe out. And now that we're present in the moment, let's turn to our scripture reading. You guys, today's passage that we're going to read together is one of my favorites. It means a lot to me personally, and really it's a pretty famous passage, so I'm sure that you've heard it before. It's 2 Corinthians 4, and it's the passage about jars of clay. We're going to start at 2 Corinthians 4, 6. So if you want to read along with me, please feel free to do so. Now I'm reading in the NIV version today because that was the version that I began to memorize it in a long, long time ago. So it's most familiar to me, but feel free to read it in any translation you like. The first time we read through it, I just want you to take it in. Just listen carefully or read along with me And notice anything that stands out to you, any phrases, any ideas. Starting at verse 6. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. What stood out to you in that passage? Well, I'll tell you one of the things that stood out to me. I think about how jars of clay are hard and they're beautiful, but ultimately they're fragile. And we as humans are the same. I don't know about the people that you're spending time with, but in my circle, at my church, at my work, in my friends, There are a lot of people who are suffering right now and a lot of people who are suffering with physical illnesses and ailments. And it reminds me just how fragile we really are as humans. And yet in this scripture, it talks about that there is a power through Jesus that is living inside of our mortal bodies, inside of our little jars of clay comes this all surpassing power. And it's important that we remember that that power comes from him and not from us, because we are weary. We are fragile. And it is humbling, isn't it, when we can't do everything by ourselves? And yet this light through the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us empowers us to do all the things that he's called us to do. And very humbling to remind us that We really are just that, just jars of clay. He's the one at work to do those things for us. The next time you see somebody who seems a little fragile and yet is shining from the inside in a way that you know couldn't have come from them, give thanks to God for that jar of clay and the light that he has shining. Now, friends, I'd love to read it a second time. And this time we're going to do what Kurt Thompson calls deep reading. Now he says that deep reading is a great way to practice mindfulness. So most of the time, the kinds of reading that we do is skimming, right? Because we scroll, we're good at reading like magazine articles. Most of us don't sit down and deeply read. So to deeply read, we really want to closely pay attention, to meditate on, to think about. And in order to do that well, I'm going to give you a little extra assignment this time around. I want you to pay attention to, what are the contrasts? Because in this passage, there are a ton of contrasts. There's paradoxes, opposites, but I think we could compare and contrast quite a bit in this. So I want you to pay attention to those things that are opposites but listed together. Kind of against each other and yet working together. That's what I want you to pay attention to. If you're reading along, feel free to highlight those sections if you want to. If you're listening, just kind of take a mental note, and we'll go back through it at the end. Starting again at verse 6. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory, displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay, For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. It is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus. And present us with you to himself all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of god therefore we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all so we fix our eyes Not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Did you catch it? I mean, what a play on words, right? It's like this, but not this. This, but not this. There are so many contrasts here. I don't know what all you highlighted, but here are a few that I noticed. Life versus death. Jars of clay versus inward strength. Being pressed but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed, death being at work in us, but life and at work in you. I'm going back through them with you <laughs> as I'm speaking. And I really want to focus on that very last paragraph, friends, because there is so much here. He's talking about outwardly we're wasting away. And these are our fragile bodies, right? We will age we will get injured. We will one day die. But inwardly, contrasted, we're being renewed day by day by the power of the Holy Spirit. He's reminding us that our light and momentary troubles are not purposeless. In the end, in eternity, they will seem just that, light and momentary. They don't seem that now, but one day they will. Because, and he contrasts light and momentary with eternal And being outweighed like heavy, heavy is the eternal glory that we will get in the end. And last but not least, he says, Fix your eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what's seen is temporary, but what's unseen is eternal. And that makes me think about the verse about faith, where it says, Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the substance of things not seen. How do we fix our eyes on the things that are not seen? Well, I think we have to set our eyes on Jesus. So I want to leave that with you today, friends. If you are feeling weighed down, heavy, fragile, I hope you'll remember that through Jesus, we are being renewed day by day. The things that feel heavy and tiresome and so hard now, one day will feel light and momentary. Can you believe it? (laughs) They really will. So we can give thanks for these jars of clay that we've been put in, right? Because they give God all the more glory. Well, friends, before you move on with the next part of your day, I want to close out with a benediction that comes from 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.